You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. We'll wrap up the week with plays of the week. And uh, we'll also play some of your text messages to today's question. Elias Leno being named an all-star is like me being an all-star for doing blank. Elias Leno being named an all-star is like me being an all-star for doing blank. 960-960 name and location. But right now he is the Big Show Flames analyst. Mr. Brent Cron, brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Cobra, good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good. Um, the gold Dan Vladar. Slid <laughs> <laughs> in. Right out the gates, eh? 6-3 like win, but... Yeah. Punching down uh, but, today. But but you felt it, right? Oh, you man. felt it being a former professional netminder yourself. You felt the pain and anguish that one number 80 was feeling in goal, did you not? Oh, man. 100%. That whole game, though, too, the pucks were bouncing. Even Coleman's goal, the second goal, was a knuckle bomb, too, that Saros. He, was, he, was he had an off night last night, for sure. But that like uh, one really bad period. Oh man, he was pretty good after that. I know, but yeah. like Zari's goal wasn't good. Coleman's goal wasn't good. Anderson's Anderson's goal wasn't good. You know, and you might give him a chance on the Kadri goal, but like he uh, he didn't. You re- forgot the Sharon Govich giveaway <laughs> behind the net. Goal. That was Lankinen, though. Yeah, that by that yeah. point they had swapped him out. Okay. Yeah, but All yeah, right, sorry. to. To uh, your point about Ladar there, that uh, bomb from the <laughs> oh, just no. outside the blue line <laughs> is. Uh, you could see it knuckling too, and and it obviously changed direction. It's a horrible goal. There's zero excuse for it. It does happen, and and it, your heart broke, not even when it crossed the goal line, but when you just the, you know the camera just pans to you know when you make a mistake, the TV camera just goes straight to you, right? It's it's very subtle. In goal, it's not. It's straight at you. But usually for a player, they go to him on the bench, and he's like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm. Minus and whatever, I'll go out there and fix it. I find a lot of times they just show Huberto, even if it wasn't his fault. <laughs> no, yeah. he just feels responsible. <laughs> yeah, that, they just like that, ah, that, show that, ten. That, that terrible goal by Ladar, and they just pan it over to yeah. Huberto. He's like, oh, just shaking his head on the bench. Should have been there. I should have stopped it. You know, <laughs> but um, you know, I, luckily uh, in my career, I never let in a goal between the uh, red line and the blue line. I, I've let in some bad goals. Do not get me wrong. I'm not excusing myself from garbage ill-timed goals but uh uh that one you could just see it and it knuckled and i i just remember um chris chelios was playing in the american hockey league one year for the chicago wolves he his last season or whatever he signed a contract with them and i played a game against him in the minors huh and he had this terrible terrible knuckle puck that he would shoot at you like he would cross the blue line and he would kind of he would take the shot and his blade would just basically fold over the puck essentially it would come at you and it was like it was being controlled like with a remote control. It's like he could have mm. dipped it. He could have shot it up. He could have moved it at the last second. And it would just embarrass you. Like I remember that exact same play where I'm going to put the puck in the corner. It's being shot to my blocker side. And it hits me in the thumb and bounces right out in the middle mm. for a terrible rebound. And they score in, you know, in first intermission. And you know, coach is like, are you kidding me? Like, you saw that puck the whole way, and you're going to give up a juicy rebound like that? And then, I, you know, at least I stopped it, right? 
But um, <laughs> you know, at least I got the first one. I got the first one, but <laughs> yeah. like Markstrom against Minnesota, <laughs> you know. But but on top of it being just you know is is a bad goal. But Hannafin scores with one point six seconds in the second period to go into the third period, and 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 then that happens like two minutes into the third or three minutes into the third, and like oh that might be the break the Panthers or the Panthers the Predators needed to uh, to make a game of it. But that was. I, I shed a tear for him. I really mm. did. But at the end of the day, he got the win. That's what he was in there for. Was there? I, you know, I couldn't find. Was there something wrong with Markstrom? Or are they just giving him a because they're playing back to back this weekend? I and, think it was more that Vladar hadn't been in the net. That was kind of what Huska had said after the game. It was like I think December fifteenth or fourteenth or something like that was his last start. So okay. I think it was just hey, let's give this guy a start here, even though he's going to get one on the weekend when they play it back to back. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. Uh, and he's got good numbers against the Preds. Yeah, they look at that stuff, eh? Always he loves, you know, great numbers. Flame, against... Flames do love that. Oh, yeah. man. I don't know if every team does like the Flames, but well, it's one thing over the last few years that's been quite apparent. <laughs> well, but is is there something to that, Kron? Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put something together here, as, as you guys just talked about it. I know in basketball there's a decided home court advantage because you're used to seeing what the hoop looks like in the arena. And when you're a visiting team, it takes time, and it's it's harder to shoot at that basket because it just doesn't look the same. When you're a goaltender, I think that is there some parallels between that and basketball that maybe some guys are better in specific rinks just based on how they see the puck in the rink. A hundred percent. A hundred. But you can even use that kind of for any player too, right? Where any position where you feel just comfortable in certain buildings, and and that's a hundred percent accurate. They look at it too, and they say, yeah, you know what? What are Great against whatever. Great against predators or good in good in the building in Nashville on the road and whatever. They look at that for sure. A hundred percent they do. And when I play too, there are buildings where I'm like, start me tonight because I love this building. It was Rockford, Illinois, and the and the and the um the <laughs> the Rockford Ice Hogs. Yeah, oh yeah, they're right? still the Ice Hogs. And uh, the Jumbotron was crap and it wasn't centered in the building. You know, it was like off like, you know, whatever, uh, three or four feet to the left, depending on what side of the rink you're on. But it was on. still over the ice? But it was still over the ice, but mm. it wasn't centered. It was just weird. And I remember... Like over a blue line. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember weird playing my first game there, and I got pulled. I'm like, this building is awful. Like, what's <laughs> going on here? And then after that, I don't think I ever lost a game in that building. After that one game, I played terrible. It's like, every time I'd go there, it was a dive. The building was junk. The dressing rooms were terrible. Coffee was cold. Yeah. Nobody wanted to be there. And there's just me sitting in the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Oh, I'm I, cook I love tonight. this yeah. place. I love this place. Brick wall crawling tonight. We just need one, boys. Just one. We just need just one. Just get me one. Maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, yeah, you, you just you, you knew some places. It's just, you know, I feel fantastic. I love it. And um, 100%. That's, you're, you're right, you're right okay, George. Maybe, maybe three. Maybe three. Maybe three. Just give me four tonight, guys. And we're good. <laughs> In the first period, sliding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love uh, the, the power play. Um, something Maddie brought up that you know it. I know it's in the bottom third of the league and it has been struggling all year, but I think there is cause for some optimism when it comes to the power play because just watching the games lately, Croner, that it does look like they're snapping it around a little better. Well, the, there's a bit of a purpose there. There's a bit of a comfort level these guys are getting. You do notice it at the start of the year, their entries, they couldn't get into the zone to save their life. Once they got in, it was stationary passing. It's like you're playing novice hockey and it's just stations where you're here and then to the point and then over and you follow your pass. And it was just very almost staged and predictable. And these guys look like they, they got a little going on right now, right? They're, like you said, they're snapping it around. They're finding seams. They're making plays. Defensemen are getting pucks through. 
um, which they have pretty much all year. But they're it's they look more confident on the power play. One guy I wonder about kind of changing this thing for the positive is Yegor Sharangovich. Like since he has gotten confident, he's added such a different yeah. offensive piece to this team, and I think on the entries alone, he's been a huge addition for sure. And that, like you said, confidence with him too, yeah. right? Like. And he's got a shot. The guy can shoot, and, and he he's dangerous. He's got sneaky hands, yes, too. Yes, he eh? does. Like, he can stick handle in a phone booth yep. and kind of get out of content. Like, he's not great when How he takes phone hits. booths are in Calgary right now? <laughs> I haven't seen one that's in a while. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. there's a, a lot of people. Yeah, I guess that's aging myself, eh? No, it's, you know, that's, that's, that's a terminology, though, right? You're speaking the language. What could he stick handle in instead of a phone booth? Yeah, um, like, what about that Russian game show where they fight in a phone booth? That's not a game show. That's a sport. And that's oh, just okay. two guys mauling each other inside a phone booth for fun. Yeah. That's awesome. You can bet on that. Have you seen the videos no, of this? I okay. Haven't. I'll just show you in the break. It, sound like, it sounds like fun to watch. It yeah. doesn't sound like fun it's to be It's just two in. guys boxing yeah. in a phone booth, literally. That's it's incredible. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Nowhere to go. Um, and then they just open the door, and one of them just, like, slumps out. <laughs> just and falls, the other one just falls out. raises his hands. <laughs> yeah. I'm and, a champ. And the shirt's a bit too short, and he puts oh, his hands yeah. up, and you can just see his belly yeah, button. As you're he's, like, oh, that's not a six-pack. <laughs> hmm, my goodness. <laughs> Russian boxing. What did I want to ask you about here that's related to the game? Um, Greg Millen. Yes. Love Millsy on the call, eh? He, I, I love listening. Like, Rick Ball's awesome, right? Yes. He is phenomenal. We I are listen very to him. lucky. On this, it's with the broadcast crazy. crew we have here, because you, you you watch other games and you know everybody kind of does it their way and and they got their guys, but like you're kind of biased towards your home guys, but you're also hard on them too because sometimes yep. it's like you just you know this guy is terrible and you know he's trying here. He it, it's got to be the right fit and Ball is awesome. He's he's phenomenal. But then you add Millen to the to the program and uh, just his commentary and the and the way he. He not even breaks the game down, but just kind of how he says it. And he's, he's positive, but he, he's not afraid to give guys a shot or two, too, and calls it like he sees yeah. it. He's not he's not rude. He's not condescending. He's not arrogant. He's, I like how he talks about the referees. <laughs> it's so good, right? You know? <laughs> it's so good. I had the pleasure of meeting him years ago, and he was just such a stand-up person, too, right? Like, a lot mm-hmm. of times you get, you meet... You say, say, never meet your heroes, uh-huh. right? You yeah. know, or like, yeah. or you watch a guy and you're like, man, I think that guy'd be awesome to hang out with. And you meet him, like, this guy's a jerk. Yeah. Uh, Millen was just such a good guy. Yeah. I could have sat and talked with him forever. We should get him on the show one time so I could grill him yeah. about, uh, oh, wow. about a, a, a bunch of you. things that Look come at, to mind. Man's making big interview requests yeah. now, George. Yeah. I think we can make that happen. Would, How I, awesome are those, like, Foam Aeroflex pads, pads that Millen wore in his career. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted to ask him about legitimately. What is it? What was it like to wear street hockey pads, right? And then, and then yeah. with his terrible goalie mask too, right? It was the two piece, and and you know he didn't like his legs were so close together back then too. The pads were so wide and thick. I'm sure his knees were like three feet apart, but you couldn't tell because the pads were so thick that they just touched anyway. And you didn't look you could move in them, but they were super light. I remember picking them up one time, like. <laughs> I want these for street hockey. Yeah. They'd be great. They'd be excellent. Yes. Yeah. Nice and light. But he's a maneuver. I love that guy. He's mm-hmm. awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, we got a good team here. Kelly's really good when good. he's on. I think Leslie does a good job as a host as yep. far as getting you all the information you need. Absolutely. Yep. Full marks. I think we need I need I think we need to get Croner in like a Kelly Rudy bandana <laughs> with like nice. Kelly I, love, I love the Rudy. <laughs> Yeah, the bandana. With like, <laughs> not enough guys I'm rock sure. the bandana anymore. No, nope. I'm gonna say yeah, it. I'm, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure Millsy has the pads at home. Yeah, you Guaranteed. think? I bet you every once in a while he probably straps them on too. Really? And he probably watches a game with an ice cold beer on the couch. 
and, and he puts his and he puts his legs up with the goalie pads on on the rocking chair and he just that? sits there. No, I have. He's like I. I used to do this. I used to do this. Look yeah. at this. Look, look at, at how, this. Look how good I look. Yeah. Hey, hey, honey, come hey, downstairs. Honey. Look like, how like good I look. Even, I got the pads like, on again, babe. <laughs> you didn't even put the old trapper on and yeah. throw a puck in it while oh. you're watching the game? You know what? I do uh, the glove I would wear all the time. Even when I was a kid, I'd get a new glove, and I would wear it the whole time. Every mm. day, all day, I'd go ride my bike. My glove would be on. I would just play baseball with it in the backyard. I would just use it the whole time. Mm. Uh, mine stinks so bad that oh, I, I'm not even allowed to bring it inside the house because it is just it is that old and and it's it's awful. I put I, it in and basically my skin melts the, off of my hand. I'm not allowed to bring my gear into the apartment. Well, you can't. No, no, you can, there's no way. I'm not allowed. No. I need a separate storage locker downstairs for it. Yeah, 100. Well. And with with fans going, I would imagine, and some type of ventilation to. Oh yeah. The nice thing is that they gave me a, a storage locker that's like tucked away in the corner, so I can kind of hang my stuff up on the fence. Ah. But it is egregious smelling <laughs> around well, my um, gear. When I uh, I, I was the uh, I, I I practiced with the Flames a couple a couple times during the Olympic break. I think it was 2016. Yeah, they, they it's were a flex. They, yeah, it's a flex. Not a big deal. Cash it. And then I did get called up yeah. to be a an e bug once. Mm. Um, Another flex. And uh, I left my equipment from the time I practiced with the Flames. Oh, when I no. when they asked me in my old Dallas Stars bag, the, the zipper had actually rusted shut. <laughs> and then when I got to the rink and I'm opening my bag, I can't open the bag, so I have to break the zipper. And uh, I was getting ready, and everybody is the guys aren't even in the room. The game's still going on, and I didn't make it to the bench. But uh, the boys said afterward they knew I was in the building because there was just an awful, awful, awful smell in the dressing room, and that could only be from from you, my my goal from bag. you, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Your Do rotting you? gear, <laughs> Croner. You're uh, you're like a you're like a nerd for like goalie gear stuff. Never. Do you remember when Hall of Famer Tom Barrasso, when he played for the Hurricanes, he'd wear like golf gloves underneath his <laughs> I equipment? Do. I do. I tried that because of him. Really? I, I remember that and think well, that's a, that looks cool. And he would take his glove off. And, what his hand is so white and it's got Velcro on it. Like what's yeah, going on here? And I'm like I'm gonna try it. So I I got a a, a golf a golf glove and I mm. put it in my glove and. It would just it would slip around and slide. I couldn't get any traction inside. I couldn't catch a single thing. It was it didn't work for me. But I did I did try it because of Tom Brass. I also wonder about how good a golf glove works when it's sweaty. Because That's what I mean. yeah. like I've never sweated through my golf glove. I know George talks about it when he played in you know forty five degrees out east. But I feel like that yeah, would be two a negative. Glove. Two glove day. Well, you know, I I never I, you guys seen we've golfed a couple times, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't have a golf glove. Art. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I was a, when I played baseball too, it was barehanded, right? Mm-hmm. No golf, no no baseball mitts, oh, yeah. no batting mitts. Evan Gaddis. Yeah, just just raw. <laughs> Sick. That's it. Hell There's yeah, bro. One thing, Brent Croner, <laughs> he's definitely rides bareback. <laughs> Eight nineteen, George. I try to get through that. Yeah. What? He doesn't wear a glove playing baseball or golf. Right. Rod what are you thinking, Rose? How Rod, dare you? Rod Just Dog. teeing that one up. Yep. Uh big show flames. Walking analyst. around with his hand in his never mind. You know what? Never mind. Big show flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron, courtesy right. of our friends at All Kind Door Services. It's the big show Russick and Rose. Sportsnet nine sixty, the fan. Um afternoon game. For the Flames coming up in Philadelphia. But before we get there, can I just do one thing with Brent here? I just want to ask him if he agrees with me from earlier, George. I said it during the morning report. There is not a worse game to watch on TV than a game in Nashville because the ice okay. is too bright and I get FOMO watching the fans. 
You're right. I, I'm not thinking about the ice, but the fans are like they just have they enjoy themselves. Yeah, I want to be there. I know. Mm. You know, it's and, awesome. And there, I've never, I've never played a game in that building. I've never been to that building outside of hockey. I, I I've it's never. Great. You want to go? I'd love to. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, I'm in. Um, because everybody loves a rocking building, mm. right? And the and the music is teed up really well with Smashville. goals and you know, there's things to do in that town. I've heard that. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, you know, it's all fuzzy. in all. Uh, it, it is on my bucket it's list. It's like the Riverwalk in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. No, I've heard it's better. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, no water no to fall Rockford. into. Yeah. yeah. It's not it's the no, barn in Rockford. It's no Rockford with its <laughs> yeah. tilted jumbotron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, afternoon game. Uh, do you do you think Marstrom's the guy against the Flyers? Does he play against, you know, the Devils the next night? Like, well, how do you think this works itself out on the weekend? Oh, Markstrom will start Saturday and Blair will play Sunday. That's that's what I that's what I would imagine. I, I was shocked to see Vladar start last night. I really was, because I thought he was gonna get in one of the one of the two on the weekend. But uh maybe uh maybe there's something to uh not overplaying Markstrom because he's been fantastic this season and he's had a few few breaks and they give him another one last night and they get the win, which is the most important thing when you're the backup. It doesn't matter how you get it as long as you get it and Vladar made some good saves, and they'll go back to Markstrom Saturday. Uh, he played well in in uh, in Calgary here against the Flyers here on that uh, New Year's Eve Day game. Uh, I thought he was really good. Those early games, I it, they play them out on the East Coast so much, it's crazy. I was never a big fan of uh, of the early games. I didn't like them, but uh, having said that, there's no pregame skate. There's no there, there's prep, but you just get up and go to the rink essentially, and off to the races. So, um, my opinion, Markstrom starts Saturday. Vladar plays Sunday. Um, how tempting would it be to start Markstrom in both of those games to maybe sweep this road trip? Uh, I don't think I don't think it's overly tempting for them. I think they they have confidence in in, in Vladar. He's he's done well. Um, it's it's you do notice though, um, the game looks a bit more difficult with Vladar in net, just purely based on his his style and and how confident and calm Markstrom's been all season. Um, you you do notice that he's he's quiet. Markstrom's quiet in the net. And that's been a huge key to his success this year is that he's having the puck come to him. He doesn't, he's not chasing nearly as much. Ladar, just the way his style is, he, he looks like he, he, you know, he's, he works really hard to stop the puck. And you, you can definitely uh, notice a difference just even with, with uh, the way Markstrom plays the puck too, how much he helps his D-man out. Ladar is, is good at it, but not as good as Markstrom. Um, but they have confidence in both guys. Both guys are getting the wins and, and a little bit of a, a rest and not overplaying Markstrom is good. They're, they're, getting, they're getting super close to a wild card spot too, right? And I understand that we, we talked about this, uh, I think it was uh, early on, where, where, you know, this month, this January month, I just assumed Markstrom was going to play every single game aside from a back-to-back, right? And now, Was that based on the schedule or just based on how he was playing? Well, the, the Flames need him. This is, this is January. Yeah. They, they need their best guys yeah. to be their best players. Markstrom has been their best player all season long. You go with him every single time you can. And, you know, he plays Tuesday. You know, Markstrom plays Tuesday, and then he plays, plays and he, like he played last night. And you're like, oh, that's odd. I didn't see that one coming. And they get mm-hmm. the win. And now it's like, okay, well, maybe you can play him three or four and then have Ladar go in. But Markstrom, it, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be, if they were bad against Philly, you know, I'd rest them if they win. I'd still rest them. It's, it's all, I think they'll go one for one. Um, I want you to put your analyst hat on mm. right now, mm-hmm. if you had one, that says Brent Cron. Analyst. It's always on. Yeah, I was George, say, it's always yeah, on. It's constantly on. Yeah. Like, the switch is always on. Yeah. It's always, you know, full bore. It's always the hamsters sprinting in the wheel. Yeah. 
whatever cliche you want to use. How would you feel if the Flames traded uh, Markstrom, something that Elliot Friedman kind of talked about this week? I think they should do it if they can, honestly. Um, then do it while he's really good, too. If there's, if there's a deal that comes up for the Flames that is too good to pass up when the team wants Markstrom, everybody's saying Jersey's looking for a goalie and whatnot, um, I'd 100% do it. I'd entertain that if if, if it got if it, if Conroy got a got a deal that he was looking for and the and the piece that the the team needed was was Markstrom, he's got two more years left on his deal after this after yeah. after this season at six yeah at, yeah at six I, I mean he's not overpaid for his position he's done a really good job he's a six million dollar goalie in, in in my opinion but uh, you know the Flames are going to have to make some changes here at some point and and build for the future. Um, and you know they got a, a good goalie and Dustin Wolf waiting, waiting in the wings. I wouldn't predicate that Wolf there that we have to get rid of Markstrom because obviously having a Wolf Markstrom tandem too wouldn't be bad down the stretch for a little while. Mm-hmm. But if they, if I think everybody's on the table for the Flames though too, right? I really do, and I think Markstrom is an asset. He's, he's playing great. He's kind of at the peak of his game right now. If he's, if they're going to get more than they bargained for, I would move him in a heartbeat. I don't know if the value is going to get higher. No, that's what I mean, right? Yeah. Like he's. He's in, a, he's in a sweet spot right now that if because teams come knocking... The team's going to get worse over the next two years but, as well. Yes. Well, yeah, but like even just, just looking at this season and obviously more changes heading into the summer, but Croner, he might drag the Flames into the playoffs himself. <laughs> I know. I hate the way he's playing. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and I can see it very easily happening too, right? He, like he's just been on. He, he's given this team uh, a chance every single night. He's stolen games, which he did not do the year prior. And and now you're you're a lot closer in the standings uh, than than they should be, and having a good goaltender uh, masks a lot of issues issues issues. And uh, and he's doing a phenomenal job, and he might do it himself. He might pull these guys in like the last game of the season. Yeah, forty nine save shutout, <laughs> one nothing victory <laughs> over the Los Angeles Kings, and they're in or something, right, or whoever they play the last game. But uh, he could he he could very well do it, George. You're 100 percent right. Uh, that is the voice of our big show Flames analyst, Mr. Brank. <laughs> they play the, the Sharks Cobra. in the last game. That's a sh- that's a <laughs> shutout right there. Guaranteed. Yeah. Mark it down. April eighteenth, um, sign up. It's gonna be a home game. Go. It's gonna be a shutout. April Get your tickets. Eighteenth is the last game. Good lord. That's <laughs> oh man, late. that is that is too long. Um straight ahead, uh we got a text question out there, Croner. Uh hmm. Elias Lindholm being named an all star is like me being <laughs> named an all star for doing blank. I saw that. We'll get your answer to that question. We'll play some text messages and we'll get your thoughts on Elias Lindholm being the representative for the Calgary Flames at the All Star game coming up in Toronto next weekend. And we'll do some plays of the week. We'll do that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet nine sixty, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. We'll wrap up the week. It's been a tough week. We started Tuesday with plays of the week. And your text messages to this question at 960-960. Elias Lindholm being named an all-star is like me being named an all-star for doing blank. Elias Lindholm being named an all-star is like me being an all-star for doing blank. 960-960, name and location. Mr. Brent Cron, Big Show Flames analyst, courtesy of our good friends at All Kind Door Services Limited, still in studio. Mr. Cron, do you have an answer for the uh, text question today? No, not a good one. I don't know. I just I didn't even think about it when you asked me. I should have I should have thought of something witty and clever, but I don't know. It's like, I got nothing. It's like, 
repeat the question. Marinate a little <laughs> yeah. bit, and I'll ask, ask you before we get the end to the, the show. Messages. Yeah, you know what? Every time you do this too, I think, yeah, this is great. And then, what's my answer? I'm like, I don't. I actually I don't, don't have one. Oh, I'm on the spot. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, what does my brain stop working now? <laughs> Hamsters, do something, please. Uh, what I'm looking forward to is playing the sum of all flames with you guys again. Oh yeah, that'd be great. I can't wait. And uh, Flames Hot Seat again, too. Oh, I look forward to that one. That one I'm very that looking is forward good. to. It yes. gets a lot of traction, the hot seat. I uh, I do get uh, comments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah, people notice. Yes. Yeah, people have enjoyed that one. Yes, they really have. And they never, there isn't even a video component. No. Yet. Yet. Ooh. Spoiler. I don't know Okay. How, but I, yeah, I've made it up. Yeah. Um, We're doing a beer league broadcast, by the way. Oh, great. I have we we're supposed to have I don't know when are we having a meeting do we even know I have no idea. So I'm going to throw it out there. Instead of Brent Cron being an official, I would like Brent Cron in the broadcast booth. Do you want to be our rules analyst I or do. Dave Jackson? Yeah, where, where you can I, maybe I should be between the benches. Yeah, and then uh, I can and do uh, the interviews. Yes, are you comfortable with that? I am. Can interview the coaches. Yep, and the players. Yeah. Can you wear a sweater vest? I will. Oh, the old uh, John Tortorella sweater mm. vest, and maybe a maybe a chapeau too, right? Just oh, like you're going in an outdoor game? Yeah, like, yeah, like Punch Imlac. Okay, hell you yeah, the bro! Maple Leafs back years and years and years <laughs> with the Lanny McDonald trade to the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> in between the benches, that's what I want to yeah. do. Like Ray Ferraro, yeah, it'd be mm. great. Pick up on all the banter. Pierre Maguire. I was getting ripped on. How's your breath? Two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen that meme of Pierre Maguire trying to get over the boards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the boards look insurmountable. Yeah, they look you're like, like 300 what? feet tall. Yeah, what is that, Everest? There. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful with those suit pants, too, because the they, threads might uh, yeah, explode out of the crotch They'll there. give up on you pretty yeah. quick. That, that happened to me at a Flames game one year. I was wearing a suit, and I was sitting in seats. <laughs> And instead of uh, you know going out the right way, you know left or right, the the row in front of me was was empty, or it was easier to get out. So I walked over, and then my pants just shredded. <laughs> and it's like, oh, how much time is left here? Well, it's only it's only ten minutes left in the first period, eh? Oh, oh okay. Well, okay, I'll just, good. I'll just sit here, hanging out. With like all how much? Out. Like how much do they split? Well, that's the thing. It, it was enough. It wasn't really overly noticeable. You could hear you could hear it first of all, which made it worse. But then it's yeah. like you know you have a hole in your jeans or you got something you a little know, drafty, and then you just start picking away at it. It's like oh, well, that's not. Oh that big. yeah. And then you just you know you start ripping it more, and then you also now you just can't come back from it. And it's like well now I'm just you know I got them home and I just shredded them. I ripped them in yeah. half like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Mm. Nothing like having nice. something to pick at. Eh? <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Just a little little thing I can do with my hands. Yeah, it's exactly. Just so good. It's like, yeah. Do not push that red button, and I look for every opportunity to smash yeah, the crap yeah, out of that thing yeah. when nobody's looking. Let did you do it? Do no. It. <gasps> what did you do? What have you done? Um, your thoughts on Elias Lindholm being named the All Star for the Calgary Flames? I was surprised. I really was. Um, I didn't see it coming. I, I you know, would would the NHL want uh, Blake Coleman to rep- be re- represented by the, for the representing the Calgary Flames? Like he's having. Why a, can't be a checker on a, on a three on three? Boone Jenner said it. <laughs> yeah, you, I know. That's what I mean, right? Like Lindholm's a good player, right? He, we all know he's a he's a phenomenal player, and, and he's got all star skill, and he's having you know an okay season. Uh, I think that there would be guys that would be more deserving than him. I think. From my perspective, it's a bit of a marketing decision because sure. he's going to be the number one name at the trade deadline, which For is sure. going to be maybe a month, not even three weeks after the All-Star. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's my my main reason. Well, because really, if we're talking about it, did anybody really separate themselves? And Markstrom's numbers are the type of numbers that if you're not watching the team and you look at him, you go, yeah. how is this guy an all-star? But if you're watching the team, you're like, well, he's their best player every night. That's how. Right. 100%. We see it every day, right? But, I mean, then you got the likes of, anyway, Hellebuck's having a great year. Shosturkin's a, a young goaltender that's... It's like the other guys in the Pacific that got picked, though. It's Thatcher Demko and Cam Talbot. Yeah. I, th- I thought L.A. would go somewhere else. For I thought sure. Demko go- wasn't named. It was Hughes. Quinn Hughes is Vancouver's representative. I was... Hellebuck and Talbot were the Western Conference goalies. So only one goalie was named from each for each division? Yeah. Mm. But wasn't... Uh, yeah, it was Cam Talbot. And it's uh, Shesterkin and uh, ooh, that, the other one in the East. No, but did the Dallas goalie there, what's his name? Ottinger. I, did he not get named? Mm. Oh, he might. Ottinger was going. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know what? Did you guys see the video of uh, Bjorkstrand when Haxtell had him yeah, in the, in the uh, office? So and and, you, and they, they tee it up like it's going to be some kind of sentimental moment, yeah. like he's going to explode out of his chair. And and so Hax was like, yo, what are your plans for uh, yeah. what are your plans for the yeah. Well, we're going down to California, wife and I, you know, we're going to have a great time, get a little break here. Flights, flights are booked, everything's, we're ready to go. Well, you're gonna have to cancel those plans. <laughs> you're uh, you're going to the All Star game, and you can just see his face is like, what? Oh. No, <laughs> really? Uh, yep. Oh, like you know, I'm Oliver Bjorkstrand, <laughs> right? You know, and yeah, that's the thing. I'd be like, wow, this would be a great moment, an achievement in my career. Uh, we have the audio from the Seattle Kraken Twitter. We'd like it. to dive in. Okay, let's dive in here. Oh, hold on, we got to unmute the site here. One second. Oh, oh come on, Rose. Man, this show runs so smoothly <laughs> sometimes. What uh, you and Jill? What are you guys doing over the break? You guys got uh, plans already? Yeah, we're going to San Diego. Yeah. San Diego, get a little bit of sun. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully somewhat warm. <laughs> nice um, one. Get some sun. Um, we Guess, just got an Airbnb, yeah. so it'll be easy with the kid. Can you uh, can you change those plans and cancel that Airbnb? If I can. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. Yeah, I probably can. <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to book a flight to Toronto. Oh really? All star <laughs> game in Toronto. You're. Uh, Oh, You've well. been chosen as our all-star representative. Oh, wow. It's going to be announced tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> loves this. No. Nobody yeah. wants to, no. to leave, to go in, a, no. in the middle of the winter oh. like, and go play in a, in a, oh, in a really? game that doesn't matter. Wow. What? Re- are you sure? Like, and I think. Go ahead. I think that clip would have been a lot better if he's like, oh, going to San Diego, my wife and I are going to a swingers convention during the All-Star break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, what? Well, and then Haxtell basically tells him he's going to book his own flight to the, yeah. you better yeah. book yourself a flight to Toronto. He's like, yeah. what? Yeah. No, well, I don't want to do this. guys that do that for me. <laughs> At yeah. first, it kind of sounded like he was like, did I get traded? I'm going to leave. Did you yeah. trade me to the buds? Yeah. You know, and, or you, you remember think- when Ovechkin would, would like, Take the fine and like yeah I'll, yeah. I'll get yeah. suspended the one game I don't want to go to this yeah, thing. I'm not it, going, it's been yeah. I haven't watched a an NHL All Star game since I was like twelve. They've been so poorly run. I haven't cared since it was World versus Europe. <laughs> I started right? watching versus World when the three von three showed up. I was into it. Were you? It was exciting. I watched the tournament a couple of times, but I haven't watched for yeah. Know, again, years. it's it's just a it's it's for it's not for us. Yep. It's just a big corporate schmooze, and it's for <laughs> Who kids. Who's it for? It's for kids. And the kids don't even care. And for brands. <laughs> and for all of your Bork, Bjorkstrand. Bjorkstrand. <laughs> you think you think Jared McCann and Vince Dunn are putting, like, a voodoo doll together going, what the hell? I don't know. I don't think it's the same. Like, NBA, you can, like, use it in contract negotiations sure. and but stuff like the that. The NBA also game's exciting, though, too. You know, the, the dunk, con- like, home run derby and baseball. It's yeah. like there's something on the line. Like, 
you know, they 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 obviously got to go to the All Star game, but the players want to play in the Olympics. Then we'll let them do that. But like, hey, let's go to the let's go to the All Star game and really rip it up. Like everybody's just like, oh, Dad, yeah. you, might have to, you might have to book a flight to Toronto. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. All Star oh, game really? in Toronto. You're, uh, oh, Maybe they should have rehearsed this. Oh, it's going to be announced tonight. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Change plan. Yeah, like he hates everything oh, about this, and I love Axel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, going down to California get some sun. He's like, yeah, I guess so. I bet like, you're and he says the exact same back. He's like, yeah, we're going to get some sun. No, yeah. Why is this awkward? Why is this conversation exchange. so awkward? Uh, why is it so strange? Yeah, because I'm actually going to day. London to get some, uh, you know, some fog and rain. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. Time. yeah. You, you've earned it. You deserve it. So, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Thanks. Okay. Right. Great. Can you imagine? Right. You know, we'll, we'll let the guys know sometime later today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. I did not expect that at all. Congrats, man. Thank you so much. I bet his wife's just you know, pissed. I was going to say, yeah. could you imagine? He's dreading that drive home oh, he's like, from the rink. He's like, oh, no. I'm just getting myself out of the doghouse. We're going to go to San Diego yeah. for whatever, three nights. We're going to have a great getaway. Don't even worry about hockey. Now I got to go to freaking Toronto. Yeah. And yeah, I got to go home and tell my wife, like, I got chosen for the All-Star game. And she just punched him right in the nose. She's yeah, like, what are you straight doing? Up. Yeah. Stop. Well, no. For her first question is, where is it this year? Where <laughs> yeah. are we going? Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it was Vegas and Florida the last two years. Where are we going? I know. Oh, my Lord. Babe, have you ever wanted to see the CN Tower <laughs> yeah. right before Valentine's the Day? Hockey Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah. I'll walk you, you on the glass out. floor. Aquarium, hey, baby. <laughs> I'll walk you on the glass floor. <laughs> CN Tower. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Oh. Congratulations. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. All right. Sure. So definitely I'm sure trippy. the weather will just be lovely. <laughs> you sure? Be cloudy all the time. You sure we can't, you sure we can't send like Maddie Beneers? <laughs> like, he's the star <laughs> yeah. on this team. How, can't, we send, can't we send the plucky young child? <laughs> how many, uh, Oliver, how many air miles do you have? Because you have to be booking <laughs> a flight to Toronto. <laughs> you got to pay for it yourself. <laughs> you got to pay for it yourself. You got a couple of air miles? Oh, yeah, and you don't get paid yeah. for playing in this game. But yeah. if you win the skills comp, <laughs> yeah. you can win a million. But you're probably not going to be in the probably skills not comp, even comp be close because to it. you're Oliver well. Jarkstrand and you are on the bottom third of all stars. <laughs> you're lucky you have a WestJet RBC card yeah. and you can fly down there for free. Yeah. Do we have a deal with Alaska Airlines? <laughs> yeah. They're Seattle based. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> on Expedia. <laughs> off, off to the race. I'm gonna find myself layover, layover in Calgary, and then uh, gonna hit up Toronto. We're gonna have a great time. Can't wait. That's it. I'm gonna lose my luggage. Um, oh, wanted to oh, ask really? you um, <laughs> after after uh, that conversation. Wanted to ask you something that I thought was a, a a big, a big important little nugget of news that I think Flames fans should be very optimistic about. That Oliver Shillington practicing with the Wranglers. Yeah. Is potentially something that you know um, you, you wish, obviously, uh, the guy everything you know just mental health wise that he's in a in a good spot and he's ready to be back as a na- national hockey leaguer and hopefully contribute to the Calgary Flames. But, Croner, this potentially could be a lot of found money for the Calgary Flames here. Absolutely, and that's the thing. You know, he he made an appearance earlier this season. Everybody's like, "What? He, he's skating at Max Bell? Is he, is he coming back or?" Is he ready to go? And he's ripping around out there and then, you know, disappears and and him going to, to play for the Wranglers for a bit. Or, you know, I don't think he's playing this weekend, though, hey? He's not? No. No. Um, but they have two more home games a week after Thursday, Friday yeah. as well that I'm kind of looking at. And it'll be great for, it'll be great for him to get back on the ice, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, going through all everything that he's gone through. I mean, I don't know, but obviously there, there's something major going on, right? And to get through that and just to, to get back on the ice, I always know, too, that, like, every player goes through uh, – struggles and tough times and whatnot and you're kind of 
if your happy place isn't just playing on the ice, there's so much noise outside it. Coaches can get on your case or your personal issues. But I always found, you know, when you got on the ice, everything kind of kind of went away when I was, was, was playing. And for him just to get back on the ice and play some games and at the American League level, and he looks good, he's, he's smiling, he's got, you can see he's got some life in his face. And he's just, I, I'm sure he's, he's just pumped to be back. Mm-hmm. And the Flames, you know, he's a you know, great skating defenseman, right? They've, they've missed him, right? And, uh, and with, you know, obviously uh, Hannafin uh, being a great skater and probably on the move here at some point this season, um, to have a guy like Shillington to come in and, and gobble up some of those minutes and how smooth of a skater is and good mm-hmm. breakout pass guy and, you know. Joins that, a rush. Yeah, right. Like, I always thought after they got Jonathan Huberto and Oliver Shillington had that breakout year, yeah. I was like, we're going to see a lot of those two mm-hmm. having points on the same goal. Just based on what Huberto likes to do off the rush and how Shillington attacks on the rush, and then unfortunately, obviously, we Shillington hasn't played in 19 months. We haven't gotten to see them kind of together. But when Huberto joined the Flames, I remember in training camp just kind of thinking like that would be something that I think that they could maybe get a little bit of value out of because even the the year before they got here, when they had that dominant year, the final year, Kachuk and Gaudreau, um, the defense were jumping in the rush left, right, and center. It's how they created a ton of offense. They had like whole bunch of defensemen, 10 goals, five, six, seven goals. Yeah. So I just think that you can produce a lot of offense that way. And we've seen Han- Anderson and Hannafin and even Gilbert do it a little bit lately. So, yeah, I, I, I just – I'm excited for just this step. Like, I, I know yeah. he's kind of been skating a little bit with Kevin Rooney and Jacob Peltier as they work back from their shoulder injuries. And, and I believe they had some sort of kind of appointments this week to get some stuff looked at. And, and they're getting closer as well. But it's just cool to kind of see him be able to work his way back and even get to this point. So, well, and like you said, for him most of all, right? We, Above I, all, I, as you know, for for us fans and you know the organization, they want him back. We want him back. But just for Oliver as a as a person mm-hmm. to get to this point, how much that would mean to him just to get back there and get playing and take like, taking a hit and. I'm excited for and... when they announce his name at the Wranglers game, like because I I assume that when he plays, he's going to be on the starting lineup for sure. and give him the chance to get that crowd pop because yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be awesome. I know, right? And and obviously, uh, you know, people support him, and I think the Flames have done a great job from what I the little I know oh, of, yeah. of supporting him through it, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know, and and when you have such a, a good organization to to work with that cares about their players as 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 a player, yeah, you know, it just makes that so much. That uh, that battle you're going through when you're when you feel alone sometimes it sucks but if you got support all over the place it uh, it's definitely a benefit. I, I what I do love is the old uh, no tarp throwing the kettlebell around photo of him getting ready. You know, like they show the workout photos of guys like he's getting ready for the season and he's got no mm-hmm. tarp on and he's jacked and ready to go. I always wonder, you know, if they had you know Twitter or whatever back in the day and I was coming back from my 300th knee surgery if I'd ever basically go like wear tights. And just start smashing the squat rack, and you're like getting three weeks away from my return, you know, and have the have the sweat dripping down my face. Yeah. and oh, I can do this. Right. Everything is produced content. Yes, I, yeah. I like I see you more like uh, Rocky and Rocky for running the mountains <laughs> in a leather jacket, punching for... punching trees. Yeah, yeah, you're in Siberia, yeah. you know, in a very secluded area, in a very hot like chalet. Yep. Where there's a lot of sweat and your trainer keeps yelling at you, no pain. <laughs> yeah. That's what I see your yeah. montage being. Running with a heater in my mouth, just just crushing <laughs> it. Uh, I remember doing one of my stints of rehab, and Rich Hesketh was the 
was the former uh, Flames uh, 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 trainer. And uh, I was with the Hitman, I think. And I would uh, do these uh, workouts with, with Rich in the morning. And then they, uh, they got some footage for the saddle, like a little um, blip in the intermission to show, you know, what I'm going through in rehab and coming back. And, and Rich had these plywood uh, um, weights, the 45 kg weights, but he spray-painted 500 pounds on them. <laughs> and I, on, on either side, and the camera's watching me just smash 500 pounds. <laughs> and I would have people come up to me on the concourse as I'm walking around like, that's 1,000 pounds, man. Like, you're throwing that around like it's nothing. Yeah, just a warm-up. Just a cool warm-up. <laughs> We're going to throw another plate on here. We didn't show those. I didn't want to show off. Yeah. <laughs> that was a warmy. <laughs> I don't um, like to show my real sets. It scares yeah, people. Exactly. From, yeah. from a guy who can lift a ton with free weights uh, to a guy, can he answer a simple text question <laughs> this morning? Elias Lindholm, being named an all-star is like Did me you, being named an all-star for I, doing I what? I just wanted to mention Frank one Ron? quick thing. Tying my shoes. Did you see John Bender yesterday on Instagram just deadlifting like 505 pounds? No. I ran into Just it. standard. Really? No big deal, hey? It's like... Yep. Just... <sighs> yep. There's like six plates on either side there. Yep. No problem. Wow. My back would blow out right now. 505. Jeez. It's not bad. Sorry. So like I should be an all-star for tying my shoes. Shout out, Bender. That- no word of a lie. When I was uh, pre-pandemic, I I could like do the leg press. I I did like twelve hundred pounds for like five reps. Yeah. Did you make sure That's- everybody's watching too? No. Well, the, a couple juice heads came over and go, bro, respect. <laughs> did they, they give you knuckles? On. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, they had pants on and really thin legs because all they do is they have their fanny pack with yeah. all their juice. <laughs> yeah. So like, bro, respect. And it's easy for me because I have short legs. There isn't that much of a yeah. distance, so yeah. it's easy for me to push that weight. That's why I'm bad at pull-ups. You have long, long arms. arms? Long arms. Yeah, that's, oh. a, okay. that's it. All right. That's it. Were they wearing MC Hammer pants? <laughs> yeah, Zubas? Yeah. yeah. Guaranteed yeah. they were, right? Yeah. Looks good. Yep. All right. Um, let's get to some text messages and the plays of the week. What do you got for us, Texty? Nick in Crossfield. Elias Lindholm being named an all-star is like George being named an all-star of stamina in his ball hockey league. <laughs> okay. Like, what's that mean, Nick? <laughs> Sounds like you you take some short shifts out there, bud. Well, hey, I do the Ron Ellis shift, Cron. I run hard and turn left and go right to the bench. <laughs> A tight 35. <laughs> Ron Ellis. Ronnie Ellis shift. All right. Keep Paul going. in Chestermere is like me being named an all-star of a certain internet hub. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I don't even know how that, that ties in. I feel like he just wanted to... Oh. StubHub. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. This dude just loves his tickets. Loves yeah. his tickets. God, I, I was just, reselling boy, tickets. I just, sell, I just yeah. buy and sell Ooh, tickets. He's got, he's got tw- 12 browsing windows open, all, yeah. all StubHub. Oh, yeah, yeah, different events. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a favorite, my favorite games. Yes. You got to make sure yeah. I remember which games. Come back to this game. <laughs> so I can come yeah. back to this game. Buy another ticket. And watch this. Buy tickets to this game again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Back to the well. Are these all home videos? Wedley in Bridalwood, Elias Lindholm being named an all-star, is like me being named an all-star for winning my fantasy football league. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Nobody cares. But Wedley still won't win a prize on the show. <laughs> no, yeah. We don't even have a prize <laughs> to give. No. But we appreciate him participating. Absolutely. Brent, Keep him rolling. Brent in Calgary, like me being an all-star for finishing drywall grinning squinting face. <laughs> 
There was an emoji attached to that, obviously. Grinning, squinting face. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that's important work. It is. Oh, yeah. we got to get these walls up. Like, yeah. without walls, It's all about the mudding. We? All right, go ahead. Dustin in Royal Oak. It's like me being an all-star for just being able to make it to work for a full week without calling in sick. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. It's a tough week. Ian in Airdrie, Elias Lindholm being named an all-star is like me being named an all-star for the birthing process of my child. <laughs> sure, I was there, but there were other people in the room who probably deserve more credit. <laughs> That's a good one. That is the most accurate one we've received thus far. Yeah. It's not close. Joey uh, from Blackie, Elias Lindholm being named all-star is like me being named all-star in cooking. Hacking away and scathing through dinner prep like I know what the hell I'm doing and still coming up roses. Yeah. At the end of the meal, you're like, hell yeah, yeah edible. Tastes good. <laughs> kind of. No salmonella for my family. Woo, it's all Incredible. cooked. Incredible. Is that cooked through? Check. Is that cooked through? Yeah, make sure you check. Check that. We're cut that steak nine times little, down the middle to make sure I cooked it through. Yeah. It's a little pink in that chicken. Yeah. Ooh, is that chicken mid-rare? Mm. Ooh, I may want to send that back. <laughs> um... Terrific stuff as usual, Mr. Brent Cron. Thanks for Curtis having me on. Friends of kind. Hey, have a good weekend, yeah. bud. Yeah. Um, are you on Monday? Yeah. Seven. Seven a.m. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Wait, where are you? Wait, where are you? I'm off. Are you uh, actually off on Monday? Nobody tells us anything. Are you actually off on Monday? Yeah, it's like uh, I'm off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. What? I fly <laughs> what back the f- well, Wednesday. Okay, let's get out of here. <sighs> yeah. Bye. Art's supposed to tell you that. <laughs> well, anyway, place of the week. We'll talk to you Thursday when I'm in, when the sheriff's back. All right, <laughs> place of the week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Merry Christmas to all you Orthodox people celebrating. Bye. This is the best of the worst of the big show with Russick and Rose. The Wild hit the post later on, too. Alex Golgoski. Nailed it. Ripper off the bar. <laughs> you know, Greg Mc, or, or McMillan. Millen. Um, uh, he, he alluded. Greg McMillan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going His on. His Scottish <laughs> cousin, Greg <laughs> McMillan. I've been off for a little bit. That's all right. What did you go dressed up as Halloween at the Rangers parties? You know what? I put my jersey on. I just went as a healthy scratch. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it's called, yeah. is it like the drip? Patrick, are you cruising for a chicken peck in the throat? <laughs> chicken peck? <laughs> I'm going to reach over and throat yeah. stab you. Come on. No, and you put your, you put your fingers together yeah. like a beak. <laughs> it's not even a, it's a, ah, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Not the, <laughs> yeah, right? Ah. Kuhn. 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 Mm. It's Kuhn. Yeah, Joe Flacco's getting the week off. Yeah. Uh, Patty spoiled this one. McCarson Wentz. He wasn't listening. Yeah, Neo, he rarely is. What? Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey! Think with flying things. Look at, look at how stupid everybody looks right now. Uh, a really entertaining game, at least for the first two periods last night, Matty. No? Sorry, what? Boom! <laughs> Nailed it! I got you, you didn't hear anything I just said? No. You still got a lot of riz, Frank, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> Frank's <laughs> hair volley. Sick. That's it. 
Hell yeah, bro. one thing Brent Croner, <laughs> he definitely rides bareback. <laughs> the Big Show with George Russick and Maddie Rose. Weekdays when you wake up.